Cade Mila Falta. Welcome to the Letter from Ireland show, where we travel in the footsteps of your Irish ancestors, visiting their homelands and telling their stories as they put down roots in so many places around the world. Hello, and you're very welcome to episode 705 of the Letter from Ireland podcast. Hope you're doing well today, and today's episode is called The Death of an Irish Chieftain. Now, the Irish Chieftain I actually have in mind for today, and it is a very special musical episode, so it is going to go on a little bit longer, but I think you'll find it's worth it. The uh, Chieftain I actually have in mind is Mr. Paddy Maloney, a gentleman who actually died at the age of, I think it was 83, back in October of last year, and he was the leader of a group known as the Chieftains. So in this episode of the Letter from Ireland podcast, we'd like to pay a special musical tribute to Paddy Maloney and the Chieftains. And by the way, the music from this particular episode, if you're a green member, you may have actually heard a lot of it back about a year and a half ago when I featured some of the music of the Chieftains inside the green room. But nevertheless, here we are back outside the green room and inside the green room with the Letter from Ireland podcast. And I hope you enjoy the next hour or so as we actually work through the actual life, musical life of the Chieftains and go from around about 1962 all the way up to the present. Now, let me explain who the Chieftains, the musical group, are in the first place. Well, firstly, the uh, Chieftains are an Irish traditional music group and when they got founded in 1962, through the 1960s, they played a large part and into the 70s of popularising Irish music, but probably kind of taking it out of the pubs and putting it more into a concert setting, predating uh, river dance and so on and so forth. So you often actually found them in concert venues around the world playing pieces of music that are actually put together, old piece of music and current piece of music, but also arranged in the way that you might expect to hear from an actual orchestra, for example. Now, i got to admit, when I was a young guy, I was aware of the Chieftains, but in some ways it was a little bit too esoteric for me. In the same way as you might imagine, you know, when you're a teenager, when you're in your 20s, that, let's say, opera music or classical music might be a bit esoteric, even though you might learn to appreciate it more and more as time goes on. However, something happened in the late 80s where the Chieftains started to really reach out, I think, across the world and through their reputation starts to liaise with a lot more artists from both both of Celtic backgrounds, but also, I guess, of kind of backgrounds that would overlap with the uh, Irish music, such as uh, Scots or such as Appalachian and so on and so forth. So starting in 1987, they started to produce a number of different albums, starting with the Celtic Wedding, where they got these guests, if you like, on board, they start to work together on pieces of music that you certainly wouldn't always consider to be Irish traditional, but somehow in there, you could kind of see what they're getting at. You could hear the Irish nuance, you could hear the Irish beat, you could actually get the actual rhythm, it actually jumped out at you. And they, I suppose the one that really struck home for me was in 1988. They had their first uh, get-together with, I guess, a rock star at the time, Van Morrison, with the damn called Irish Heartbeat. And, well, with that, they didn't really miss a heartbeat because over the next number of years into the 1990s, they headed off to Tennessee, for example, Nashville, rather, in Tennessee, and they started to liaise with a number of country stars there and produce a number of wonderful overlaps between uh, Appalachian country uh, music and Irish music. They started to pull a number of rock stars. And I, I guess kind of a, a one thing I would say as well is um, sometimes perhaps they over-relied upon the big names like the Rolling Stones and so on to actually come into their piece of music. And it wasn't always kind of super great or anything. But when they got something where there was a real true overlap, it was just pure magic when it took off. Uh, one of my favorites in the 90s was one called Santiago, where they actually liaised with uh, a gentleman by the name of Carlos Nunes, who actually was a uh, piper from the uh, Galicia in northern Spain and produced an absolutely extraordinary album. And I played, I won the tracks from that as well. They, through the 2000s, they continued with uh, their various albums, liaising with people like Roy Cooder, for example, on full albums, heading back to Nashville down the Plank Road. 
Um, and then they actually, I suppose, kind of finished off with uh, an album in 2012, more or less getting together with a number of stars uh, that they had met down to the years for their 50th anniversary. So today, we're actually going to play a number of those tracks. And we're going to start off with one of the actual liaisons, I suppose, from the Chieftains that started it all off. And we have here, first and foremost, the star of the county down with Van Morrison. And then just after that, we actually have a tune that's taken from a Christmas album called Christmas or Dublin Bells, I think it's called. And it starts off with the Dingle set and the voice squad. And very much kind of focuses on the tradition of the ran boy around Christmas time down the Dingle Peninsula. Town in the county down one morning last July From a boring green came a sweet Colleen And she smiled as she passed me by She looked so sweet from her two bare feet To the sheen of her nut brown hair Such a coaxing elf sure I shook myself For to see I was really there From Battery Bay of the Derrick Jay I'm from Galway to Dublin town Maid I've seen like a brown Colleen that I met in the county down. As she onward spit, sure I scratched my head and I looked with the feeling rare. And I searched says I to a passerby of the maid with the nut brown hair. He smiled at me and he says, says see, that's a gem of Ireland's crown. From the banks of the Banshee, the star of the country down From Bantry Bay of the Daring Jay, I'm from Galway to Dublin town No maid I seen like a fair Colleen that I met in the county down She'll be surely there and I dress in my Sunday clothes But my shoes shone bright and my hot cock ride For a smile from a nut brown rose No pipe of smoke, no horse I'll yoke Till my plow is rust-colored brown Till the smiling bride by my own fireside Twist the star of the county down From Bantry Bay of the Daring Jay And from Galway to Dublin town No more I sing like a brown Colleen That I met in the county down
There we had the Dingle set with the Chieftains, uh, accompanied there by the Voice Squad. And before that, we have Van Morrison with the Chieftains and the Star of the County Down. Now, as I mentioned, one of, I guess, one of the surprising things people actually notice when they come to Ireland these days is often if you head into the pubs, you don't always just get Irish traditional music. But you often actually get people singing what you might consider to be uh, U.S. country songs. And there tends to be a very, very strong overlap between the two right across Ireland. Now, the Chieftains actually, rather than be purists about this and staying away from, let's say, U.S. country music, very much embraced it during the actual 1990s. And in fact, they headed over to Tennessee in the 90s to actually uh, produce an album. And we're going to have two tracks now. And the first track is the Wabash cannonball with ricky skaggs and that's followed by nobody's darling but mine i think it's a merle haggard song and it's sung here by emilio harris and accompanied by the chieftains Come lay your cool hand 
There we had Nobody's Darling But Mine, sung by Emmylou Harris and accompanied by the Chieftains. And before that, we had the Toe Tap and Wabash Cannonball, which I do believe is Johnny Cash original. Right, now let's just have a chat about what the word chieftain means in the Irish context. We, we often think and hear about the term chieftain, both in Scotland and in Ireland, as being the head of a tribe. And I guess that's uh, very true to a large extent, and that's certainly what it's come to mean. The chieftain, I guess the word itself, goes back, first of all, into the Middle English and uh, preceded by that by French, and of course, by the, before that by Latin, more or less meaning the captain, the chef, uh, the chief, and so on. And um, the chieftain, the, I suppose officially in Irish, we more have a leader, would be known as a Taoiseach of a tribe and so on. However, that, that particular title, although it's used currently in polit- political situation to actually name our prime minister, for example, of the country, uh, back in the day, back in Celtic times, it wasn't really in use, the idea of Taoiseach. So, in fact, it would be more like uh, the, the uh, Kinna uh, Dinna. So, so, the head of the kin, um, let me just kind of get this right, would have been used, I guess, in kind of both uh, Scots Gaelic as well in Irish. So, but chieftain has actually come to mean this idea of a chief of a clan or head of an Irish tua for example. And I think that's kind of what we still think of it today as when we think of the idea of the Irish tribes, for example, and the actual Scots Gaelic tribes and so on, that each one actually would have their chieftains. So we have the chieftain and here we're listening to the music of the chieftains. And now we're going to slow things down just a little bit. And we're going to move to a song that's very much associated with uh, Dublin City. It's associated with the time of the 1916 Rising. It's called The Foggy Jew and is performed here by the Chieftains and it's sung by Sinead O'Connor. 
And just after that, we're heading back, I guess, to uh, the US again. And we're going to have the wonderful Tom Jones of uh, the Land of Wales. And he's going to give the uh, lead to the Chieftains on the Tennessee Waltz. And I kneel and 
When you fell in the foggy dew I was dancing with my darling to the Tennessee walls when an old friend I happen to see Introduced him to my darling And while they were dancing My friend stole my sweetheart from me I remember the night And the Tennessee walls now I know just how much I have lost Yes, I lost my little darling The night they were playing The beautiful Tennessee walls Tennessee Waltz there with Tom Jones and the Chieftain. And just before that, we had the very atmospheric Foggy Jew sung by the very atmospheric and uh, Sinead O'Connor. Now we're going to change tack just a little bit and we're going to, I guess, kind of uh, go into the world more of kind of Irish Spain, Celtic Spain, Celtic North of Spain. Uh, and of course, over exposed into Mexico. So we're going to start off with a track actually called Guadalupe. And it's actually a, a collaboration here between Los Lobos and the Chieftains with Linda Ronstad actually doing the vocals. And just after that, we have a really interesting, what I consider a really, really interesting piece called Julian Chanters. Now, I'm going to play it immediately after Guadalupe, but just bear this in mind. 
Julian Chanters, first and foremost, is a combination of the pipes of Galicia, northern Spain, and the Irish Illum pipes, that's the elbow pipes, I suppose the Irish bagpipes, if you want to call them that. So they're the chanters that are actually dueling. But when you actually hear them actually, I suppose, kind of call and reply and call and reply, uh, you're very much brought to mind this idea of kind of like a medieval hunt where you actually have the actual fox or whatever it is actually just running and the horse is running after it. So just kind of bear that kind of idea in mind as you listen to the music. I think it's a very kind of a good a good accompaniment for that sort of kind of picture. So we have Guadalupe here with Las Lobos, Linda Ronstadt and the Chieftains, followed by Dueling Chanters with Carla Nunes and the Chieftains. Niñas ven en el bar, no te marques rían, che. 
Right, so how are we doing now? There we had Julian Chanters with Carla Nunes and the Chieftains, and before that, Guadalupe with uh, Las Lobos, Linda Ronstead and the Chieftains. We're going to continue with uh, two more songs that I think you're going to enjoy very, very much. And they're very, I suppose, kind of the very different sort of songs. We're going to start off with The Gentleman, who unfortunately uh, we lost to uh, COVID-19 just this year, a man by the name of John Prine. And he's kind of uh, going to be singing with the Chieftains, very much an old-time American uh, country, uh, bluegrass, uh, bluegrass, yeah, bluegrass kind of song. I think it was actually by Uncle Dave McCann in the first uh, time. It's called Jordan, I'm a Hard Road to Travel. Uh, which should get your toes tapping. And after that, we're going to slow things down a lot and we're going to listen to the very smoky, atmospheric voice of Elisa Hannigan, accompanied by the Chieftains, as she actually sings my lagging love. Gleam is it? 
actually had uh, the the lovely voice i really think she has a spectacular voice lisa hannigan uh, accompanied of course by the chieftains with my lag in love and just before that we had uh, the wonderful great late john prine with jordan i'm a hard road to travel right well let's bring it to the end of this particular program but we've two very special tracks to leave you with so we have paolo nutini and he's going to be singing with the chieftains a really i I think it's just um how would i say when i think of irish ancestry or shared ancestry and where they went and the hardships they actually followed and the hopes they had when they went to the news place new places both for themselves and for their children we have a song here called Hard Times Come Again No More, Hard Times Come Again No More, uh, composed by Stephen Foster. 
And we're going to finish up then by a real toe-tapping celebration that the actual chieftains put together with all the folks that actually accompanied on the first country album. And it's going to it's called Did You Ever Go Court and Uncle Joe? And it's finished up with Will the Certain Be Unbroken? So we have Hard Times Come Again No More, followed by Did You Ever Go Courtin? And Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Hope you enjoy. Let us pause in life's pleasures and count its many tears While we all sob sorrow with the poor There's a song that will linger forever in our ears Oh, hard times come again no Is a song the sigh of the weary Hard times, hard times Come again no more Many days you have lingered Around my cabin door Oh, hard times Come again no more While we seek mirth and beauty and music light and gay There are frail farms fainting at the door No, their voices are silent, their pleading looks will say Oh, hard times come again no more Is a song the sigh of the weary Hard times, hard times Come again no more Many days you have lingered Around my cabin door Oh, hard times Come again no more Toils her life away With a worn heart Whose better days are o'er Though her voice would be merry To sighing all the day Oh, hard times Come again no more Tis a sigh that is wafted Across the troubled wave Tis a will that is heard upon the shore Tis a dirge that is murmured Around the lowly grave Oh, hard times come again no more Tis a song, the sigh of the weak Come again no more Many days you have lingered around my cabin door Oh, hard times come again no more Oh, hard times come again no more
Everybody's having fun, of course, aren't you? You're a great lot. Oh, yeah. And just once again, I'd like to thank y'all <laughs> for, uh, talk. <laughs> for, for no, coming to our party. Uh, it's been a smashing week. Thanks a million. And we're going to finish off with this uh, little number called... Um, uh, did you ever go according to Uncle Joe or whatever you like to call it? One, two, three, four.
Well, indeed, will the circle be unbroken there? Uh, we had uh, the Chieftains and Friends recorded in Tennessee back in the 1990s. And um, will you go court and Uncle Joe? And before that, hard times come again no more. So that brings us to the end of this special musical tribute to Paddy Maloney and the Chieftains. What a group and what a wonderful lifespan they had and what magnificent music they produced during that time. Now, um, so you can find the actual show notes for today's show, The Death of an Irish Chieftain, on alettafromireland.com forward slash 705. That's alettafromireland.com forward slash 705. So again, hope you enjoy the music today. Um, Be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already done so and feel free to share it amongst family and friends that's it from me from mike collins for this week and looking forward to chatting again next week slam for now if you've enjoyed today's letter from ireland show we'd like to invite you to check out our special membership area the green room you hear us mention it a lot during the show and you can find full details of the green room at a letter from ireland.com forward slash green room Our green room is the essential resource for anybody at any stage in researching their Irish heritage because it's where we delve into all the good stuff to help you break down those brick walls and really connect the pieces in your Irish ancestry puzzle. In the green room, you get access to online genealogists, extensive research tools, quick win training, as well as member-only access to johngrenham.com and a very supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback and advice. The green room is the perfect place to be for anybody starting or continuing their Irish ancestry search. So why don't you come and join us there at a letterfromireland.com forward slash green room. That's it for me, but I'll be back next time with another installment of the Letter from Ireland show. And I really look forward to chatting to you then. Slán gafól, Karina. <laughs>